Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. by Choice Hotels. Econolodge and Roadway Inn Hotels are serving up double points for every qualifying stay. Book at choicehotels.com. Now, here's the man who's been recognized as radio's best. The recipient of not one, but two prestigious Marconi Awards for his broadcast excellence. The one and only, Bill Cunningham. Hi, Billy Cunningham, the great American. Welcome to this uh, rather frigid, at least where I am, in the Midwest Sunday night. And uh, we have a special uh, presentation, a special announcement to make, and that is WGN Radio 720, Chicago's News and Talk. Uh, Chicago's very own is joining us tonight. And uh, we look forward to having other other powerhouses around the country, like uh, WGN Radio 720, joining us in the next several weeks. But there's there's no better radio station in the Midwest then uh, WGN Radio under the great leadership of Sean Compton, who is is kind of like the the uh, the expert when it comes to radio and television. He's the Steven Spielberg of media, Sean Compton. So we welcome tonight uh, WGN Radio, which is station number 313 every Sunday night. So much to talk about, so little time. Coming up later, we have Kevin Jackson of the BlackSphere.net. Also, Wayne Allen Root, live from Clark County. In uh, Las Vegas, also James Herson, former keyboard player for The Temptations, uh, which is my favorite uh, uh, Motown group of all time was The Temptations, and James Herson's going to be here. He now also writes for, for Newsmax about what's happening in the country with either the biggest theft in the history of electoral politics or something strikingly unfamiliar happened to a boring Dell Democrat, which was a great victory. It's either one or another. So do you believe, when it's all said and done, that Joe Biden, who is, shall we say, charismatically challenged, uh, campaigns from his basement with no rallies, and he wins approximately 11 million more votes than Barack Hussein Obama earned in 2008 with the greatest Democratic campaign ever conducted by any person in the history of Democratic politics? He received 69 million votes in 2008 with millions of new registrants, African-Americans and others very anxious to vote for Barack Hussein Obama. He got 69 million votes, the greatest number of votes ever cast for any presidential candidate in American history was Obama in 2008, got 69 million. Then four years later, he got 66 million. It went down. Do you really believe that Joe Biden, who conducted no campaign, and is charismatically challenged from his basement in Delaware, received 80 million votes without a campaign. Do you believe that? If somebody would have said to you a day or two before the election, here are the facts that are going to occur. The Trumpster, Donald John Trump, 
is going to get 11 million more votes than he received in 2016. 11 million more for the Trumpster. In addition, every incumbent Republican will win re-election. In addition to that, very likely the Senate's going to stay Republican. That state legislators will increase those who draw the lines. That the Hispanic vote and the African-American vote was the greatest for any Republican since 1960. That was Richard Milhouse Nixon when he lost to John F. Kennedy. And in spite of all that, that Trump easily lost the election, would you believe that is possible? Many of us don't believe it. And for a long time, Sidney Powell was uh, the woman out there making the point about the Dominion system, how it was compromised. And a few hours ago, she was, shall I say, let go from the uh, Trump team by uh, Rudolph Giuliani. And uh, Sidney Powell has moved on. And the statement comes after Powell provoked controversy on an appearance of Newsmax TV on Saturday night last night in which she alleged massive voter fraud in Georgia. There was possible play for play, uh, pay for play kickbacks to public officials, possibly even Governor Kemp for a late grant to use Dominion voting systems. Also, some involvement with Venezuela, some involvement with Germany. It's it's fantastic stuff. But nonetheless, a few hours ago, statement was issued that uh, that Sidney Powell is not part of the Trump legal team. She also issued a statement about two hours ago in which she said she'll going to file new litigation on behalf of her own uh, her own uh, organization. So I don't I have no idea what's going on. I know I know one thing that if in 2016 the media and the Democrats would have known that Trump was actually going to win, they would have done to him in 2016 what they did to him in 2020, which is not let him win because he was so far behind in the polls and everyone knew that Trump was going to lose and not be the president anyway. Why pull out all the stops? It didn't have to be done. In 2020, they pulled out all the stops. And so this is going to play out. But uh, you should also know that in my uh, nearly four decades, four and a half decades of practicing law, I've been an assistant attorney general in the state of, state of Ohio, been a federal law clerk. And I do know how federal litigation occurs. And all these lawsuits filed, the president has done horribly in each one because there's not enough time in order to fully adjudicate all the affidavits filed on behalf of all the individuals who saw all the misconduct to litigate the issue. There's a wonderful column at Newsmax.com written by uh, DeRoy Murdoch. There's well over 400 affidavits submitted by eyewitnesses in swing states whose vote results are in dispute. And that's the tip of the iceberg. Read the column. Bags of ballots being dropped off. Republican observers being ordered out of the room and because they were done counting for the night. And at one point on Tuesday, November the 3rd, approximately 4 to 5.30 p.m., John C. Powell, quote, I watched 10 or more vehicles without a state license plates drive up to a loading dock area. I remember seeing Illinois, Minnesota, Missouri, Virginia plates. I was shocked to see that the ballot machines were controlled by these individuals and not Michigan and or Detroit residents. Many of these out-of-state people carried boxes with Dominion written on them from the vehicles. And there's 400 other affidavits. Similarly, Detroit election officials told us that they were going to process military ballots last. 
I was surprised to see numerous new boxes of ballots arrive at the counting center in the evening. And it goes on and on. These are individuals who saw bags of ballots dropped off. Sometimes at 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning. Actual human beings of science under penalty of perjury said they watched massive voter fraud in Detroit, Michigan. Also, similarly, in Philadelphia, in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and in Atlanta, in Georgia, and of course, Chicago, that, that's a lifestyle, the cheating that happens in Chicago. How many ballots do you need? We got some right over there. Springfield, let's wait for the final tally. Then we'll add ours to the mix. And so you would think some of the Chicago polls, pals, have gone up to other states, up to Michigan, up to Wisconsin, to tell them how to do it. Now, is there time to litigate these issues, to present a record? The answer, of course, is no. There's not time. Because the lawsuit filed means that the other party has time to take depositions, requests for interrogatories, requests for production of documents, and continuances. Imagine a federal lawsuit involving over 400 affidavits resolved within a 21-day period. It's impossible. The system is not coined. The system is not set up to handle this. You have to rely upon the honesty and the integrity of election officials to conduct clean elections, which is a joke in many of the blue major cities in our, in our country, the so-called city-states. New York City controls New York. Chicago controls Illinois. L.A. and San Francisco control California. Las Vegas controls Nevada. Atlanta controls Georgia. Madison controls Wisconsin along with Milwaukee. And so these city-states know how to get it done, and they're deep blue, deep blue. I imagine in Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, Chicago, Las Vegas, Atlanta, it was 70 80% for Biden. And the key to this is the undervote. If someone sits at home to vote by mail and the ballot's in front of them and you're sitting at the kitchen table, which I do, I vote by, by absentee, and then I drive my ballot down to the Hamilton County Board of Elections in Cincinnati, and I put it in the box. There's sufficient time sitting at home at your kitchen table to vote down ballot. And for some reason, you don't know a judge's race or a state rep race or a treasurer or auditor's race. You have time to go to a website, check it out. I know everybody, of course, and I filled out my ballot in about five or ten minutes. But I filled out my ballot all the races, up to 80% in parts of Michigan and Wisconsin, were undervotes. That is, you vote for the president and nobody else. On a mail-in ballot, it doesn't happen that way. But if you don't have time to fill out the ballot, and you're doing it that night, you're not going to vote down ballot, you're just going to vote for the president. 80% undervote. It's impossible. It doesn't work that way. And all these rules and regulations put in by state court judges, federal district court judges, secretaries of states, governors about changing the means and method of balloting are all unconstitutional. The, 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 the Constitution says that state legislatures shall determine the means and manner of voting and selection of electors. State legislators in Philadelphia, Michigan, Wisconsin are controlled by the Republican Party. The Constitution says they determine whether or not you count ballots that are postmarked a certain way, not a Secretary of State, not a district court judge. It's all unconstitutional. But to get up to the Supremes, 
takes many times months unless they take the case away, as they did with uh, Gore and Bush in 2000. But that was 527 ballots in one county. These are six states involving 500 counties. Many times each county has a different means and method of counting ballots. It's chaos. 2020, COVID-19, this election, riots, chaos. Everywhere I look, I see chaos. Whatever state you're in, it's either chaos or confusion or both. And now getting ready for Thanksgiving, Gavin Newsom tells us, the governor of California, that you can't have Thanksgiving dinner unless it is outside, two-hour maximum, six feet apart, and don't pass the mashed potatoes. And if you got to go to the bathroom, you have to clean it after every use. That is ridiculous. Now I'm going to have James Herson on later on live from Los Angeles to talk about how many people are protesting. I see at Breitbart that there were thousands taken in the streets at 10.01 p.m. local time. I live in Ohio. Governor DeWine, Mike DeWine, who's well-intended but often misdirected, has put in a curfew for adults to be off the streets by 10 p.m. every night, and you can't go back on the streets till 5 a.m. in the morning. I got a curfew for the first time in about 60 years. I got a curfew, and I got to be home at a certain time. This is ridiculous, utterly ridiculous. Everywhere I look, I see confusion. With the Russian collusion delusion and the Zelensky telephone call with the Ukraine, which was the impeachment trial, which was a, a farce, there was no affidavits of fiance and 400 people lined up. In fact, Mueller said there was no Russian collusion delusion. And Zelensky said, the prime minister, the president of Ukraine, there was no effort by Trump to get me to investigate the uh, criminal son of Joe Biden, Hunter Biden. Nonetheless, they proceeded. There, there was no evidence. And the Democrats, the media said there were lots of evidence. Here, with at least 400 affidavits of voter fraud, the media tells us there's no evidence when there's lots of evidence, just the opposite, George Orwell's animal farm. It's driving me friggin' crazy. And that's a short trip for me. So let's continue. But uh, tonight, uh, Sidney Powell has been released. She issued a statement about two hours ago saying her fight continues. We'll see what occurs there. And uh, mail-in ballots is the recipe for lying, cheating, and stealing, which is why the Democrats love it. There's no way, no way that Joe Biden received 11 million. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And more votes for president than Obama received in 2008, which was an incredible, great campaign. And the Grant Park get-together the night of the election was incredible. And Jesse Jackson was crying because he thought the gig was up. But he still continues. But nonetheless, there's no way that an old guy who can't talk, living in his basement like a mushroom-fed crap in the dark, outpolled every presidential candidate in the history of politics, including Barack Hussein Obama. That is impossible. Well, let's take a short break. 
The line becomes available, which it never does. 866-647-7337. Bill Cunningham, the great American, with you every Sunday night. Join me at 12.07 tomorrow. Back at it uh, with Governor Mike DeWine, live on News Radio 700 WLW. WeilerDirect.com. Attention, patients treated for vision loss. If you received an injection of the medication BioView to treat macular degeneration and then suffered retinal damage with vision... And I know there's thoughts among the faithful that uh, Trump shall return, like Douglas MacArthur did to the Philippines in four years, like Rutherford B. Uh, Trump, Rutherford B. Hayes did in the 19th century. He had eight years in the in office split by four in the middle, by Harrison. And uh, let's face it, uh, anything is possible. But if Trump right now, with the power of the American presidency, with Bill Barr as the attorney general, and by the way, where in the hell is Bill Barr? Can't find him with a search warrant. If he can't root out the illegalities, the ballot harvesting, the mail-in ballot fraud, the duffel bags with ballots, throwing out of the counting room Republican observers, if he can't solve the problem now, you give Joe Biden slash Kamala Harris four years and their attorney general. I think Trump's going to be much more difficult to reelect in 2024 than it was now when he controls everything. And one thing he could have done and didn't do was issue executive orders before the election that talked about uh, having Republicans present in the counting room, giving additional requirements that those who show up to vote must be an American citizen and must be legal voting. There's a canopy of things that Trump could have done to make it less likely that Democrats will cheat Chicago style, which happens all the time. But he didn't do it for one reason or another. He relied upon the passion and desire of his campaign officials and those rallies, which were unbelievable. They kind of made the rallies of Barack Hussein Obama look pitiful by comparison. Some of those rallies in Wisconsin and Michigan were really unbelievable. And to such an extent, I spoke to the family the weekend before the election, uh, Eric and Trump, and he told me that they were confident they were going to win because of the rallies and all those things. I could have given you five reasons why he was going to win and five reasons why he was going to lose. But whatever it was, he got 11 million more votes in 2020 than 2016. That would have been enough. You can't have an electorate that is selecting Republicans all over the place. And then the guy at the top of the ticket who brought the voters in in the first place lost, unless somebody is dropping off bags of ballots with only the top line filled out and massive undervoting, which was the case. And so I had hoped that Sidney Powell, words and not deeds, you know, Trump was a great president or is a great president because his deeds were magnificent and his words at times were difficult. But, you know, often I'm, I was told by my mom that deeds are precious and words are many. Deeds are what matters, not words. And there were many who didn't want to vote for Trump because of his words. And I talked about his deeds, all the great things he accomplished and where the presidential library will be. And, and But there were so many turned off. But he, he got at least 11 million more votes in 2020 than in 2016. He's going to end up with like 74 to 75 million votes. Somehow, a guy campaigning from a basement in Delaware who's mentally challenged somehow is going to end up with almost 80 million votes, which is impossible. I don't believe it. And I want somebody to prove it. 
If it can't be proven, which, of course, is unlikely because of time constraints, then Biden's going to take office. Trump will be thrown out and likely indicted by the Democrats for something. Much like the idiotic governor of Oregon, the state of Oregon, the home of the ducks and the beavers, telling residents to call cops on people violating COVID restrictions. Unbelievable. Let's continue. Take your calls next if a line becomes available, 866-647-7337. Once again, welcome to WGN Radio 720 under the leadership of Sean Compton. Bill Cunningham, the great American, with you every Sunday night. It all kicks off tomorrow about 12.05. The curfew continues, plus Thanksgiving. My guest is Mike DeWine on News Radio 700 WLW. News, traffic, and weather. News Radio 700 WLW, Cincinnati. Good evening. This is the 1030. Actual affidavits and human beings coming forward, and that has been done. Now, here's the problem. I spent time in federal court as a law clerk after law school with Don J. Young, Northern District of Ohio. Many times a lawsuit will take years and years to be resolved. To me, it is impossible sitting here on November the 22nd, to have a resolution of all the issues in federal lawsuits before December 14th, when the Electoral College is scheduled to meet in each of the state capitals and communicate their vote for the presidency uh, to Washington to be open up the first week in January. How's that going to happen? The other side could extend this thing well past December 14th, which is, what, 20... Uh, eight, uh, 22 days away with the intervening holidays in between. It, the whole system is not set up to handle this. You have to rely upon the individual honesty of local election officials, of canvassers, of secretaries of state, men and women sitting at the table as somebody walks in, someone pulling the ballots out of duffel bags because of the fraudulent mail-in system. You have to rely upon the honesty of those people. We, we are not processed in a way to handle multiple federal lawsuits in six or seven different states involving 500 counties in the next two or three weeks after certification, which will take place on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday before Thanksgiving. And so then most people don't work on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Suddenly it's the 1st of December, and the actual uh, Electoral College is voting December the 14th. And these lawsuits have got to be resolved. There have to be trials held. There has to be cross-examinations of 400 affiants who put forth affidavits. And before they testify, the other side, which is the uh, Biden campaign or whatever, can have depositions. Are you kidding me? How does that work? It doesn't. It's impossible. The system relies upon the individual integrity of election officials Officials in downtown Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, downtown Las Vegas and Atlanta, Chicago, Madison, Milwaukee, Detroit, all of whom are deep blue Democrats desiring a certain outcome. And they make quick snap decisions based upon who they want to see win. So the system is not set up to handle this. Now, when it happened in 2000, it was one county and it was 527 votes. We're talking here about hundreds of thousands of votes, hundreds of affidavits, 
multiple trials and then appeals and depositions before testimony and requests for production of documents and interrogatories. How does that happen in the next 14 days, Danny Gleason? It can happen. So then what? We're left with an election that in our gut we know is wrong. It's in, somebody lied, cheated, stole. The election was taken away. Has happened many times in the past. Even presidentially, elections have been stolen in the past. It, but, but not in a modern world in which I can go and order something through Amazon, which I seldom do because of the guy that owns it. But it, things come to your house automatically. I can get my smartphone and have access to the world. But we rely upon individual men and women at tables and desks in downtown Detroit to determine who's the next president of the United States. Are you kidding me? That's how to do it. And so now that we have these, that Wayne County canvasser explains her opposition to certifying the election results on Monday. She said, I can't certify these results. It's too bad. Her name, Monica Palmer, the Republican member of the Wayne County Board of Canvassers, made headlines this week after refusing to certify the 2020 presidential election, then agreeing to support the results, again opposing them. But uh, Palmer, during a Friday evening press conference, changed her heart again and said that uh, she's not going to certify him because I do not believe in my heart of hearts it's a legitimate number. Now, it is split two to two, but at this point, this, the, the tie-breaking vote is Secretary of State of Michigan. He's a Democrat, so it, it's going to be certified. But those, we rely upon the individual integrity of canvassers and election officials in downtown Detroit, in downtown Philadelphia, in downtown Pittsburgh, in downtown Atlanta, in downtown Las Vegas, Clark County, to pick the next president. Guess who they want to be in office? And believe me, it's not Donald J. Trump. Even though he got a higher percentage of black vote and Hispanic vote than any president in the past 60 years. Even though he got 11 to 12 million more votes than he got in 2016. That they won't let him win. They will not let him win. And the media is not curious at all about hundreds of affidavits involving ballots with bags being dropped off in the, still in night, uh, the night. Ms. Palmer said my vote no was to ensure the voters of Detroit could ever recount. That's what she said. And she said, I had great concern for my personal safety. She was threatened. She said this is not about a presidential election alone. This was to ensure that the voters of Detroit could ever recount. The motion to certify was contingent on the comprehensive audit being performed before the election results were finalized. You can count illegal ballots, count them twice, count them three times, recount them four times. They're all the same. And uh, Ms. Palmer said that Trump's call did not affect the decision to sign an affidavit and rescind her support certifying the election results. And uh, that's the way it is. And uh, there's nothing we can do about it as a people except go to the court system, which is not configured to handle this dispute. And if it ever does get to U.S. Supreme Court, they could overturn Pennsylvania or Wisconsin or Michigan or Georgia or Nevada or Arizona, and it makes no difference. The president almost has to win all of them, which isn't going to happen. Not going to happen. 
Massive fraud in my gut. I believe that there's no way that Joe Biden got 80 million votes and Trump got 74 or 75 million. I think it was the opposite. But nonetheless, it can't be proven between now and December the 14th when the Electoral College votes. Let's take some calls and uh, the line becomes available 866-647-7337. And uh, let's go to uh, Jack in California and then Mark in Missouri and Eddie in Chicago, the home of WGN, Richard in Las Vegas, Dan in Minnesota, then another Dan in Oklahoma. Boy, the Sooners looked good yesterday, really good against the Cowboys. Then Matt in Cincinnati and many others. And Jack in California, the People's Republic of California, welcome to the Bill Cunningham Show. And Jack, how are you? Well, fine. Thanks, Bill. I want to talk tonight about the seemingly unlimited powers of emergency orders especially in light of these curfews. Yeah, how about that? Uh, do you have a curfew in California? you got to be home by 10 o'clock Pacific time? Yes, 10 to 5. Here in Ohio, i got to be home by 10 o'clock. I'm breaking curfew, but I guess I'm working. And uh, there's no reason to have a curfew. It is stupid. It's government power that has no impact on the problem itself. And this thing's going to work itself out. But give me your view on what Governor Newsom is doing to the people of California. Um, it's unconstitutional. Well, go and to court. Go to court and prove it. Well, I'm going to prove it right now. Well, are, are, are you a justice? No. Okay. Well, you got to go to court, and when you go to court, you generally lose. In Kentucky, Andy Bashir did the same kind of stuff. He goes to, all the way up to the Kentucky Supreme Court, and they rule, guess what? He has the power to do it. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And so I don't know. I thought we had a constitutional republic, Jack. But instead, we have emergency orders that are appealed to the court system. You don't get respite there because they're not equipped to handle it. You have a fraudulent presidential election in which the court system is not set up to handle it because it is too quick to be sworn in for the next president, so they dismiss everything. And I think that's the answer. Let's go to Mark in Missouri. Mark in Missouri, welcome to the Bill Cunningham Show. Mark, how are you? Although I'm not doing so good, you're right. This is the biggest heist in U.S. history. Yes, other elections have been stolen, including probably the 1960 election, but we're talking a few thousand votes no question. in Chicago and Texas. But this is probably millions of votes. You're right. It's Donald Trump who got 80 million votes, as Sidney Powell was saying. I mean... The the depth of corruption here is just amazing. We had six states stop counting at the same time, and Trump had insurmountable leads in those six states. And then the next day we find that most of them had disappeared. And like you say in these graphs, they show in the middle of the night there's a spike for uh, Joe Biden. And like you were saying, all those ballots that voted just for Joe Biden, this is obvious evidence. I mean – all these Republican legislatures, cannot this be presented to them? And can they not decide to? Well, how about the, the, two in, the two in Michigan that went to talk with the president, came back and said, look, we're going to certify the election, which will be done tomorrow, Monday or Tuesday. Then once it's certified, 
You can you can object to it, but if you count again and again and again illegal ballots, get the same number anyway. I mean, a oh, yeah. re- recount's kind of stupid. They're worthless. That one in Georgia was a joke. I mean, they just counted the same ballots. They didn't even, yeah, they even admitted it that, that they weren't going to count the recounted votes anyway. They were going to use the original count. It's just ridiculous. And in Wisconsin, they had a 90% turnout, supposedly. It's possible. That never happens. In Australia, it's required to vote, and they don't even get that there. How does Wisconsin, the highest ever up to this point, was like 67%. They get 91% turnout? How's that possible? Trump had such a big lead there that they had to come up with all those votes in the middle of the night. Matter of fact, they, as others are saying, these Dominion, they had programmed, supposedly, to, to sway the election, but his leads were so big they had they panicked and they had to print up a bunch of votes. So this is this is just like a coup. This is the continuation of the coup of the Russian collusion of the impeachment. This is a fraud election, and I have no doubt that Obama, Hillary, Soros, China are, are all behind this. It's it's just a continuation of it. It's it's been planned from the beginning. And, and, and Mark, I, I say this: if if, if in twenty sixteen. I think the election was on November the 8th, 26th. I think it was the 8th. But but the mm-hmm. next day on the 9th of November, if they would have known Trump was going to win, he wouldn't have won in 2016. They wouldn't have let yeah. him win. This, this is crazy. This is the United States of America. We can't have a, a free and fair election, even some, even close. I mean, this is not even close. This is not like a few dead people voting. This is a massive assault on our freedom and on the elections in six and probably more states. And all I'm saying is, if this information can be in the public, there's nothing that can be done about it within the next three weeks. I mean, it, well, the media is not curious because their guy won, and yeah. and God help the Supreme Court. They base decisions upon constitutional law upon the record. The record, which is the trial, cannot be developed ahead of time for the for them to review what happened. How do you have a trial involving six states, four hundred counties? hundreds of affidavits, you have to have months-long trial. If a person testifies, you have to have the opportunity to take their deposition ahead of time. If you've ever given a deposition in a federal lawsuit, that can take a month or two just to set it up. We're now in the age of COVID in which courthouses are closed and that stenographers are not available, that jurors will not show up. And so even this, this is not a jury matter. It could be done with summary judgment or 12B6 or other mechanisms, but even that take months. I mean, I'm sure there's 400 affidavits in which people testified under oath to what they saw, but that has to be part of a lawsuit in which the other side's given the rights of deposition when you can't have courts and stenographers that are open. This is chaos, and a good chunk of the next two or three weeks, people are on vacation anyway, and there's curfews all over the country, and, and counties are shut down. Uh, Chicago is shut down. Uh, Philadelphia is shut down. It's boarded up. And so how do you file a lawsuit, have the other party entitled to depositions of your witnesses? It takes weeks to give a witness list to the other side. They give you their witness list. That takes weeks. Then you set up depositions before trial. How does that happen in the next 20 days? Wow. It can't happen. That's not what I want to hear. We're up against an evil that wants to end our constitutional republic. These people, the ends justify as the means, but they have no morality about right and wrong. I mean, I mean, how do we fight that? I mean, the truth has to get out there. I mean, the, the truth is the answer, but the, the you know, 
there has to be a solution somehow. I mean, can the people, can the 80 million take to the streets and march around the Capitol? Does this help? Uh, well, I mean, Trump voters don't burn things down and don't loot. Yeah. That's only the other side. I'm looking at this thing as an attorney, and I'm thinking, how in the world does uh, some voter in Minnesota or Wisconsin or Michigan or uh, Pennsylvania or Arizona or Georgia or, or Las Vegas, how, how do you file a federal lawsuit? The other side wants your witness list. You go through discovery to build a record to be appealed, and the Electoral College votes in uh, in about uh, 22 days, the Electoral College votes on December the 14th. How do you build a record? The answer is you can't. It doesn't work. We have a system not set up to do this. It, it's so, uh, Mark, you got me all pissed off now. You got me all pissed off. I'm thinking, come on, man. Well, how do you, you have to rely upon the individual integrity of poll workers in downtown Detroit? Danny Gleason, would you rely upon them? No. He said yes. Now, I, I say no. I don't rely upon their integrity at all. There's little or no reason, integrity, in major cities in our country with boarded up shopping districts, looting and robbing, with uh, hundreds of cops quitting and being sued ridiculous. No job creation. The schools are dysfunctional. They kind of run the electoral system. They way they run the police departments, or the way they run the public schools. Would you go to a public school in Las Vegas or San Francisco, or Los Angeles, or Boston if you got a chance? Absolutely not. If you have an opportunity to go somewhere else, the same party and entity in charge of that are in charge of the elections. Let's continue with more. Line becomes available, 866-647-7337. Bill Cunningham, the great American, with you every Sunday night. Join me tomorrow about 12.06. My guest will be Mike DeWine, the governor of Ohio, about the curfew and Thanksgiving. On News Radio 700 WLW. JeffWeilerHonda.com. You're getting back to business, but how do you know you're making the right decisions? Easy, with Research Raccoon. Research Raccoon helps. No better rifle on the market than Henry. I'm going to get one, I hope, for Christmas. I love Henry USA. Go online. Take a, take a look. It's incredible stuff. Let's continue coming up. Let's set up the rest of tonight's big show, and that is coming up in about 35 minutes, is uh, Kevin Jackson of the BlackSphere.net. Conservative, black conservative, good friend of, of uh, Roger Ailes when uh, Fox News was not the way Fox News is today. I love Sean Hannity. The guy's wonderful, but Fox News has lost its panache. Imagine being McDonald hamburgers, and suddenly you decide to start selling chicken. Or maybe you're Kentucky Fried Chicken. You say, let's get out of the chicken business. We want to sell some hamburgers. Fox has got to feed the monster and then grow the monster a little more. And right now I feel a bit alienated. I kind of love Newsmax and Breitbart, WorldNetDaily.com. I go to Real Clear Politics, check it out. Town Hall is wonderful with Wayne Allen Root. But uh, coming up later will be uh, Kevin Jackson, The Black Sphere, about what's happening to the black vote and the black folks who I love so dearly. And then uh, later on, about an hour or so, we're going to have Wayne Allen Root picking up the pieces of why he believes Trump is the duly elected president. Should have got 100 million votes, according to Wayne Allen Root. Then at the, at the last 30 minutes or so of the show will be James Herson of Newsmax.com to talk about what's happening in California with the requirements of Governor Newsom to have Thanksgiving, if you have it, outside, six feet apart. And uh, please do not pass the mashed potatoes. And only only two hours, then you got to go home. And many states, including mine, is a curfew. I'm treated like a teenager. Got to have a curfew. Got to go home. 
So uh, we'll continue with that. We'll continue with your calls or next. The line becomes available, 866-647-7337. Bill Cunningham, the great American, with you every Sunday night. Is the cost of finishing the basement worth the benefit of some peace and quiet? When questions find you, Merrill Edge Self-Directed Investing can help you find... Choice Hotels. Econo Lodge and Roadway Inn Hotels are serving up double points for every qualifying stay. Book at choicehotels.com. Now, here's the man who's been recognized as radio's best. The recipient of not one, but two prestigious Marconi Awards for his broadcast excellence. The one and only, Bill Cunningham. Imagine a massive conspiracy involving the selection of the President of the United States. This is a John Grisham novel, novel, maybe Louise Penny. And the media is not curious about how it could happen. They simply got on the side of the Democrats and said, we're not going to look at that. Could discovery happen of this massive lawlessness? I guess it is possible in some academic sense. But the Electoral College is voting in 22 days. And a good chunk of those days are going to be holidays. Most of the courthouses are shut down. Just to notice up the other side for depositions would take almost uh, several weeks. It's possible. I like to know if this voting system, Dominion, etc., can be hacked. Has it been hacked? Is anyone going to testify from the company committing this massive fraud? Did it occur or did it not occur? Sidney Powell has left the Trump team, which is chaos. She's going to file her own litigation. And going through an audit of the audit of the votes make no sense at all. You can count illegal ballots two times, three times, or four times. It wouldn't make any difference. Most civil litigation takes, may I say, forever. And this has to be done somehow in the next uh, three weeks with courthouses shut down and people on vacation and Thanksgiving upon us and God knows what other what other holidays. And the system doesn't want it to happen. So Trump has had little or no success going to court. Because there's not enough time, and they filed these affidavits, some 400 of them, 400 of them, and, and, if, and if some judge would actually look and say, "Okay, call your first witness, line them up," the other side's entitled to depositions before the witness testifies. When does that take place? Where are the stenographers? Qualify? How does that happen? And then it goes. The, the Supreme Court t- could take it out of the circuit court, which is the appellate system between district court and the Supreme Court. But even that is unlikely. And the media is not interested in this. In 1960, but for the activities of uh, Richard J. Daley, Nixon would have been elected the president. And today, November 22nd, would have had little meaning at all. But Cook County kind of waited till Springfield reported the numbers. And then Daley and his political machine made up the ballots to make up the difference. Did that happen this time? That's the allegation. I'd like to see it proven or unproven. System is not set up to handle it. One case out of uh, Palm Beach County, 527, yes. And ahead of time, before the ballot took place on November 3rd, the only entity in America that can change the voting rules are state legislators. But hundreds of lawsuits were filed to expand the so-called franchise. And judges, secretaries of states, 
election officials and others expanded voting rights unconstitutionally. You can't do that. I'm looking at this. This is nothing but chaos. It's confusion. How something gets resolved in the next three weeks is beyond me. This could be the greatest theft in the history of the world. We're watching it happening, and the whole system is not set up to come to a righteous resolution. It doesn't work that way. Let's continue. I uh, love watching my good friend and yours, Mark Levin, is the great one. I've pinched it for him many times. Great respect for Mark Levin. And uh, we have the whole system of provisional ballots, which is a ballot not counted, put off to the side. In many states, there's 100 or 200,000 provisional ballots, all of which are still not counted, that could be fought over in a closed election. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Most of these states, honestly, are not close. Are not, except Georgia. And, uh, and, and, uh, and Michigan. It's like 12,000 votes. But Pennsylvania is something in the range of 75,000 votes. And so how do you overturn an election if you're a judge when there's not been a proper trial and not proper discovery? I, I kind of can't imagine it happening. If it would, it'd be great. But we have a country to run, and it's going to be run by someone on the verge of Alzheimer's who's mentally incapable of putting together disparate thoughts to make any common sense. And then quickly Kamala Harris under the 25th Amendment is going to arise and take over the presidency within the next two years because Biden will be declared by the cabinet to be unfit. This is unbelievable. Let's continue. Thousands on hold. Millions are listening. And uh, we'll go to Terry in Dixon, Illinois. Isn't that the home of Ronald Reagan? I want to say it is. And then uh, Dan in Oklahoma, James in Illinois, and Dan in Minnesota. i got to get to all of them. Terry in uh, Illinois, Dixon. Terry, welcome to the Bill Cunningham yeah. Show. Terry, go ahead. Good morning, Bill. Or good afternoon, Bill. Uh, good evening. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, there's a lot to unpack. I listened to your show. Hopefully you let me finish. You know, they started coming out with them affidavits, what, like three days after election? And we've already had, what, 34 or 35 cases that have either been withdrawn or dismissed. Why did they bring any of them uh, affidavits to the uh, to the courtroom? And I'm sorry, Bill. Uh, Joe Biden, he won by 12 million votes. And you might disagree about no, no, how it won 12 are, million. No, it's, it's been 6 million, allegedly. 6 million. Oh, all right, 6 billion. Yeah. But, you know, that's the way it works, Bill. Every year, it's, or every four years, it's more and more votes. So, well, how about the 400 individuals who witnessed illegalities and put their name on the line under penalties of perjury? For example, uh, Andrew Sitto swore that he saw at approximately 4.30 a.m. on November the 4th, 2020, a man in his 50s got on the microphone and stated that another shipment of absentee ballots would be arriving in Las Vegas and would have to be counted. And I heard other challengers say that all the Republicans had gone home. He said, so, well, let's count them. And the vote, by the way, was 12,410 to zero. 
in Clark County. Do, do, do you believe or disbelieve Andrew Sitto? And by the way, I don't believe or disbelieve. I don't know. But I know yeah, a guy hey, under Bill. oath said this happened. A guy said this happened, and he ought to have his day in court, right? And that's right, Bill. They had 35 cases to do it. And, Bill, I have uh, five relatives that live in Clark County, and they're all Republicans. We battled a lot. And you know what, Bill? They didn't vote for uh, Donald Trump, but they voted for all their down ballots. That's why. See, you're throwing all these conspiracies out. That's why you're with. Why you? You're a part of Newsmax, right? No, I'm not. Oh, but you push their show, right? Uh, I push anything that makes sense to me, whether it's Breitbart, Newsmax, Drudge Report, RealClearPolitics.com, a newspaper. I'm my own free agent. I get nothing from those individuals. I read that stuff. And I put that on the parcel of my opinion with many others. And by the way, you're disrespectful, and you're out of here. Let's go to Dan in Minnesota. Dan in Minnesota, welcome to the Bill Cunningham Show. Dan, go ahead. Hello, Dan. Hmm. Goodbye, Dan. Let's continue. Let's go to uh, Joe in Las Vegas. Joe in Las Vegas, welcome to the Bill Cunningham Show. Joe, go ahead. J.D., I'm sorry. I got the D and the O. J.D., go, JD, go ahead. Welcome back. Just a few things. Uh, you know, the media in unison says there's no voter fraud or sporadic or whatever. I believe you in, in, in Ohio, you have 40-day early voting. Here in Nevada, we have about 25 days. Do you know that on the day of on all of those days, if I didn't get automatically registered uh, at by DMV without any identification, I can register and vote the same day in Nevada by giving the person the last four digits of my Social Security number. That's it. How do you know that I'm a registered legal voter by giving you four digits of my Social Security and then immediately thereafter? And, Jaden, vote? let's say that it is illegal to vote in a federal election if you're not a U.S. citizen. And there's no check in Nevada as to citizenship on any voter, correct? That is absolutely correct. I don't know if you remember, uh, maybe about a year ago, Project Veritas got uh, this man in Chicago the husband of Congresswoman Jan Schurkowski, Democrat, Chicago, for about 22 years. He was bragging and laughing on tape with the kid, I can't remember his name, that does this for Project Veritas, how he would take busloads of people out of state into certain areas in Chicago, in Milwaukee, to vote. Legal people and illegal people that were going there to vote. For the media in unison to say that there's no illegal voting, on the night of the election, Pennsylvania, Biden was losing to Trump 54 to 43. There were three other states, Georgia, Michigan, and Wisconsin, where Trump had up to 10-point lead, 8-point lead, 7-point lead, and Pennsylvania, a 700,000-vote lead that young uh, senator that was uh, running for Senate in Michigan, the West yeah. Point uh, cadet, was leading by 200,000. I think he lost by 100,000. I mean, all of a sudden, on the next day, uh, when I went to bed at midnight, I, we were leading in all these states. And I don't understand uh, how it's impossible that every state went the other way. 
and you know you've stated all the reasons with people being sent home and counting ballots, and how did all these states stop counting or send people home at two, three o'clock? Well, JD, how does John James, who was a great candidate in Michigan, how was he up seven hundred thousand votes? And you go to bed, he wakes up, he's down a hundred thousand. An African American in Detroit lost ninety-four percent of the vote. I don't believe that. James O'Keefe is the guy you talk about from Veritas. And it's right. obvious there's massive theft of votes in major cities that if it doesn't stop now, a Republican may never win the presidency again. And I'm originally from Wilkes-Barre-Strand, Pennsylvania, 43 years ago. I know when I used to go around with my father when we were picking up our, our supplies for our business uh, on Election Day, uh, the uh, the pints of whiskey and the $2 bills that they used yeah. to pass out to Democrats to get my father to vote. He didn't laugh at him. Get out of here. Uh, and this Pennsylvania had so many cases, even Democrats this year or last year stole elections from Democrats. Uh, so, I mean, it, it's so obvious. And uh, like everything you said, there's no way Trump has increased his vote from four years ago, I think, by what, eight or nine million? No, 11 million, 11 million so far, 11 million more. And, 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 and lost to Joe Biden in his basement. Yeah, uh, and, and, and uh, it, is, it is so orchestrated. I mean, it's so obvious. And, you know, all the reasons you stated why we can't win I just hope that it exposed. Uh, I hope Sidney uh, Powell know. sticks with it. And somehow there has to be questions of dominion on the processing of these votes and whether or not they can be switched. There's millions of dollars at stake to them, but that's irrelevant. This would be the greatest theft, J.D., in the history of the world, the American presidency stolen by computer programs and algorithms? Are you kidding me? I, I want to know the answer. I'm not saying it happened or it didn't happen, but I'm highly suspicious, and we got to go, J.D. Thanks, thanks for your call. Let's continue with more. We have Andrea coming up and Joel and Dan and Eddie and James and thousands of others. If a line ever becomes available, which it never does, 866-647-7337. In about 15 minutes or so, we're going to put a call into Kevin Jackson of the blacksphere.net to talk about the conservative black man and his perspective on what's going on. Then in about 45 minutes or so is my producer, Danny Gleason's good friend, Wayne Allen Root, live from Las Vegas. He's got a column up tonight on Town Hall that talks about Trump actually received 100 million votes. Not, not 74, not 80, but 100 million votes. Then later on is James Herson of Newsmax.com and more. Bill Cunningham, the great American, with you. Every Sunday night. Join me tomorrow about 1207. My guest will be Governor Mike DeWine about the curfew and Thanksgiving on News Radio 700 WLW. Jeff Weller Nissan.com. You're getting back to business, but how do you know you're making the right decisions? Easy with Research Raccoon. Research Raccoon helps business. The great American loves Henry repeating rifles, nothing better. Henry is the best. Go online, check it out. Let's continue now, and uh, thousands on hold, millions are listening. Let's go to uh, Dan in Oklahoma, the home of the Sooners, who kicked the crap out of the Cowboys yesterday. I mean, the Oklahoma State Cowboys. By the way, the Cowboys won today, too. Quite unusual. Let's go to uh, Dan in Oklahoma. Dan, welcome to the Bill Cunningham Show. And, Dan, go ahead. Oh, thank you, Billy. Um, yeah, I was a little surprised the Sooners won that big uh... I uh, something that I that's crossed my mind. You know, if you compare the 2016 election to 
to what just happened with the 2020 election. And the, the Department of Justice seemingly made it so easy to appoint uh, Bob Mueller as their special prosecutor for the uh, Russian hoax. Well, it yeah. seems to me in 2020 we have far more evidence of election collusion with uh, possibly Dominion. How come uh, uh, William Barr, uh, why doesn't Donald Trump hold a press conference with William Barr and say, hey, we need to appoint a, a special prosecutor even if it goes into a Biden administration? Keep it going. There's a lot more evidence of what's happening with this election as opposed to what the telephone call with Zelensky. That was a transcript that resulted in, in the impeachment. And Robert Mueller spent $45 million, two and a half years, and had a bumbling, stumbling performance saying, no, there was no connection. We couldn't find any relationship between Trump and the Russian uh, delusion collusion because Hillary Clinton actually began it. She's the one that did that to kind of lose the distractions from the email. And there's much more evidence of a fraud in this election than there was of Zelensky's telephone call that resulted in the impeachment. And, and I, I would encourage Mitch McConnell, assuming the Republicans keep the Senate, to have a select committee and go after this election to find out what the hell happened to clean it up for the next time. Dan, if it's not cleaned up in the next two years, it'll continue on and on again in these dark blue cities that have a defined result they won, irrespective of the vote. Well, yeah, I mean, take, for example, you know, those uh, tens of thousands of uh, mail-in ballots that uh, were dropped off at 4, 4.30 a morning, 4.30 in the morning in Michigan. My question there is, why aren't judges uh, asking questions like this? Why weren't those same melon ballots delivered the night before? What about the custody of these melon ballots? They're not even asking those kind of questions. They just dismiss it. They wash their hands of it before they really take because, it. Because, Dan, they got the result they want. This is a bloodless coup. They got the result they wanted, so the media is incurious about what to do, and the softball questions uh, levered, uh, tossed toward uh, Joe Biden every time he appears indicates where the media is. Uh, Imagine the questions asked of Joe Biden compared to the questions asked of Kayleigh McEnany or or Trump. I mean, they're softballs, they're beach balls, and they're easy to answer. The media has their answer, and therefore they're not curious as to where the ballots came from, whether or not there's massive fraud, and every election might have a few hundred or a few thousand absolute frauds. But we have 400 affidavits of individuals who would testify, but the system is not set up even to hear their testimony. Uh, And you have affidavits, so what? I want the person under oath to be examined and cross-examined by expert attorneys on both sides of the issues to get to the facts. I want Dominion and the experts there. I want computer experts to testify whether or not this could be a hack. What were the algorithms? How were they used? And why do we use them at all? Do you trust Detroit? in Chicago, in Philadelphia, in Atlanta, and Las Vegas to pick the next president of the United States? No. Oh, no. Hell no. 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 Hell no. And why, why Hell no. Barr, why isn't William Barr, uh, why isn't he... Uh, Where why is doesn't he? he hold a pre- yeah, why doesn't he hold a press conference again and say, hey, we're going to have these Dominion executives, which Rush Limbaugh said was heading for the hills on Thursday during... Absolutely. I love Rush. I love Rush. Uh, I, yeah, I, I love that guy. I, I tell you what. It's unbelievable what's happening, and the only one dealing with it is conservative media. No one else deals with it because they have the result they want, which is what they perceive to be the destruction of Donald Trump. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. 
laundry? Oh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it, by law. And the destruction of 74 million votes and the fact he should not have been president in the first place. So because they got the result they wanted, they don't want to look into it. Well, let's continue. Have Donald Trump to build a, a conservative media empire. Well, I agree with you. Next- I agree with you 1,000%. Dan from Oklahoma, thank you very much. Well, let's continue with more. I'm going to put a call into Kevin Jackson of the blacksphere.net to get his perspective. Bill Cunningham, the great American, with you every Sunday night. Join me tomorrow about 12.06. My guest will be Governor Mike DeWine about the curfew. Is it working? And also what to eat on Thanksgiving or who to have over on 700 WLW. News, traffic, and weather. News Radio 700 WLW, Cincinnati. Good Sunday evening. This is the 11th. First off, we simply continue, and now uh, more information is coming out about the certification happening on Monday and Tuesday in Pennsylvania and in uh, Michigan. Uh, the lawsuits have commenced. The hundreds of lawsuits were filed over the past year by Democrats, really opened up the ballot box to anyone. And there was unconstitutional rulings constantly by boards of election, by secretaries of states, by governors, by clerks of every type. When the Constitution says only the state legislature can set the means, manner and time of elections. But everyone's taken control of that except the one entity that has the duty to do it, which are state legislators. Plus, uh, we have the circumstance happening in Georgia and they're going to they've certified, I think, yesterday or the day before. Uh, Governor Kemp did it, and now we've got the big election coming up, and, and Senator Leffler may or may not have COVID-19. All hell's breaking loose. But uh, to put things in perspective is, uh, is Kevin Jackson, Kevin Jackson, uh, dot me, and Kevin Jackson, proprietor, book author, Black Sphere and more, Kevin Jackson, dot me. Kevin Jackson, welcome again to the Bill Cunningham Show. And Kevin, how are you? Bill, okay. doing great. Thanks for having me on. Uh, let's. Uh, I have one of your websites up, which is, uh, of course, the uh, blacksphere.net. And you have a great column today about, which is something that I've been talking about the last few weeks. That is Fox News imploding. Check out their ratings. It's almost as if McDonald's decided we're going to start selling some fried chicken. Or it's like Kentucky Fried Chicken <laughs> saying, you know what? We got to get in the hamburger business. What in the hell's going on with Fox News? Well, since Roger left and he hired me before the uh, the hyenas fired me, uh, you know, he had built a brand, and, and Fox News had an identity. They knew what they wanted to be. And, of course, once the purge happened, which means that they got rid of everybody that had genitalia that hung on the outside of their body, then it, it was taken over by the feminists. And these are feminist leftists, nice people. Sure. But in terms of running a network and keeping the, the legacy of, of Fox gone. They just destroyed it. They they do what uh, what sadly a lot of people do when they take over something. They decided to scuttle it, and they took it in such a different direction because you know. And and I, and I'm giving you a little inside baseball here, but the management team of Fox is practically all women. They seem to they're misandrous. They don't like men in the picture, and so you noticed how people started going. Eric Bowling was accused of something. They accused practically everybody left. 
over there, including Hannity and Tucker, have been accused of doing something, you know, with, wrong with, with uh, women or what have you, and uh, some have managed to survive and others haven't. But in terms of direction, definitely leftist has been, even at the time when I was there, you could see that there was a lot of, of leftist thought and a lot of censorship. You'll notice that there's not a whole lot of talk right. about what's happening with the President Trump and a, and a host of other things. So uh, Fox is imploding. I, I said literally three years ago that Fox has a two- to five-year span before they will no longer be the leader in, um, in, in cable news because they don't know where they want to go, and I called them dead man walking. Yep, you were correct, because I love Sean Hannity. He's a brother from another mother. I haven't met Tucker Carlson. Of course, they had stars upon stars. There was direction. There was a focus. The direction is gone. And right now, the uh, the whole area is ripe for either Newsmax.com or Breitbart or some other to kind of take over and, conser- and kind of feed the conservative monster, which continues to be the country. You, you know, Kevin Jackson, the big story of this election was the success of the Republican Party all over the country. If somebody would have told you a day before the election, what, almost three weeks ago now, that uh, Trump was uh, going to get 11 million more votes, 11 million more than he got in 2016, that every incumbent Republican congressman was going to win, that the Republicans would have won five of the seven so-called tight Senate races, including Collins and Maine, unbelievable, and, and that also they'd pick up state legislative seats, you would have thought Trump won the election by 70, but he would have got 70, 75 million votes. And one last thought that it's going to turn out, according to the account, allegedly, that Joe Biden allegedly is going to get like 70, is going to get something like 80 million votes, 80 million votes. And Obama in his prime in 2008, registering millions of new voters, filling up arenas, got 69 million. Then the next cycle against Romney, he got 66 million. And so how's it possible that uh, the president gets 11 million more votes, Republicans went all over the country, but it's so-called he loses the presidency allegedly. How is that possible? It's a mathematic and mathematical impossibility. Uh, that, that fact right there, if you look at Trump getting 11 million votes, which, by the way, Trump got probably closer to 20 million votes. If you look at the number of votes that he got just completely deleted, the number that got switched over to Biden, certainly I'm comfortable saying that he got 15 million. So the idea that Biden jumped from 60, got 11 million new votes from the hyped up, I call him baby black Jesus, uh, 2008 Barack Obama, is insanity. And, and when you look at the, the vote, I, I ran the voting uh, percentages by state. The average during the time of, the, of Obama's election, they got the the uh, average number of votes across the country was 61.6 percent. This this race, it was over it was 67 percent on average. Right. Get this, in Minnesota, almost 91 percent of the people voted. In Wisconsin, almost 89. And this is from a Snopes debunk that. There were places where they got over 100%. They were debunking it. And in their debunking, they used the data 
And in this in Minnesota, ninety one percent of Wisconsin, eighty nine percent. There is more. There are more shenanigans happening right. in this country with this. It, it is the biggest uh, tr- tr- coup attempt in the history of America. And really, Chicago politics is corrupt, as is New York City. And so we're letting ourselves as a nation be governed by the worst political electoral instincts of Chicago, Philadelphia, Milwaukee, and Atlanta, and, and also Las Vegas. Las Vegas has become extremely, extremely corrupt because of Harry Reid and what he did to Clark County. And so you have five city states dominating the entire country. And God knows how many illegal votes were cast. Incredible amount. A few hours ago, Sidney Powell, uh, according to one media account, was let go by Rudolph Giuliani. But nonetheless, uh, you have a posting about the voting machine manufacturer Dominion dominates the news these days. The company pulled a fast one U.S. presidential election. And you have a column about that, uh, Kevin Jackson. Well, look, Dominion, there, there's no question that you, I mean, if we are allowed to get to the truth in all of these things, and let me tell you, the, De- the Democrats have, they've dropped the biggest nukes they can drop because they've got to, they must get Biden in. They didn't win down ticket. You, you explained all the things that they should have won had they had such a level of a mandate where Biden gets 11 million new votes, but they didn't. And the reason for that is we know they cheated. Dominion has cheated. And, and I believe, regardless of Sidney Powell being let go, and I can't imagine why they did that, uh, may, you know, maybe Giuliani felt upstage or something, but for whatever, what, everything that she said is 100% true. Now, how they were going, I, personally, I would have rather they just kind of keep things close to the vest and then uh, release the things in court. But with everything that was happening, she got probably caught up in a media firestorm and they just felt it was better to, to, to dismiss. But look, let me tell you, it, Democrats know, uh, Billy, that these guys cheated. There's nobody on their side that believes that Joe Biden got legitimately 80 million votes. And, and let me tell you, when you look at videos and the people that are very good at analyzing this stuff and they show how the cheat was done, it's obvious. One, of, one example is, how do you end up with fractions in a vote? Well, the only way you end up with fractions is when you're running an algorithm and it, it goes to the decimal point. Votes are whole integer numbers. They're one vote, one person, but they're a fraction. So you can tell it was mathematically manipulated. Now, I don't know whether the servers being confiscated in Germany by the military, by the way, I don't know what that's going to have the impact. I know the DOJ was in, uh, it went up to Toronto, went up to uh, Montreal or wherever uh, Dominion is located in Canada, and they were there for three days. They've been to Spain. So if everything goes the way it should in a country of laws, then we're going to find out exactly what everybody already knows, that Joe Biden, who couldn't get six people to show up to no. a rally and anywhere in the country, that Joe Biden, that 20 percent of Democrats felt had dementia, that Joe Biden, who got 57 percent uncontested in the, in the Kentucky primary, 71 percent of the vote of the Democratic vote in an uncontested primary in New York, and didn't get over 80% in any primary, contested or otherwise, that he is the guy that drove 11 million new voters. It's insane. It could not have happened because he did not. He campaigned from his basement. There was no one going out to vote for Joe Biden, whether it's algorithms or whether it's processing errors or whatever it might be. Do we have enough time? Here we sit at the end of November, and the Electoral College is meeting now in about three weeks. And at that point, the train is on the track. What I fear, Kevin Jackson, it's obvious everybody knows what happened. It was stolen. But the problem is there's not enough time in federal court to prove it. 
Sure there is. We got three weeks, man. What about deposition? Look, every forget all that. A lot of the the Republican legislatures and every are are in control in every one of these contested states. They can overrule. A lot of these these contested races will go to the Supreme Court. Trump's not giving up. And I'm telling. Look, I said Donald Trump. I said we'd know on election night who won. We did know who won. Donald Trump won in a mandate. Democrats have to wake up every day in a nightmare. They literally wake themselves up screaming because 80 plus million people support Donald Trump and less than 60 million support their agenda. The Trump agenda is what people want to see. And Donald Trump knows. He also knows the importance of this. What's going on here? This is not some okay. I'll lose and I'll come back in 2024. If you lose now, you can't win in 2024. If you can't prove what we already know, then forget about it. We don't have a Department of Justice. We have a Department of of elect Democrats, and who cares? Or in the case of the Georgia governor, and if Sidney Powell's right, and I believe her because I don't think he beat Matt Bevins, you're going to find out he cheated. People are using this software, and and they're doling it out on who's the highest bidder, and they're letting them – we're not picking – our, our legislators anymore. And so the American people, 80 million of us are fed up. We're armed. We're not going to let it go. Trump's not going to let it go. And he will serve his second term. And my hope is that he scuttled, that he it is a scorched earth between now and the next three weeks. I hope he opens up everything. He's, he's still acting I very hope. presidential. And then I hope when he's done and he gets his second term, I hope we start seeing attorneys generals, I hope we start seeing governors be put in jail. Now, Sidney uh, Powell gave a warning to the Dominion people and said, look, We've got some whistleblowers. You better start blowing the whistle, too, because you don't know who it is, who's there. I, I believe that's a fact. A hundred people took their, their uh, dominion off of their, their right. resumes on, on, on a LinkedIn. Right. Others are now in hiding. Others are resigning. I mean, who knows what's happening over there? So we'll find out soon enough. But, yes, we have time. I mean, they're going to have to rush it. Yep. But, uh, but they, Trump's team is ready to go. I'll say this, Kevin Jackson. You made a great point. If with the power of the Department of Justice under Trump, if the power of the presidency cannot crack this egg wide open, he's got no chance in 2024 when, when Biden controls the Department of Justice. There's oh. there's no way. If he doesn't do it now, he can't do it. A lot, a lot of my buddies say, well, just wait four more years. He'll be Rutherford B. Trump. Rutherford B. Hayes did it in the 19th century. He'll come back. I said, look, if he can't crack the crack this thing open right now. He's got no chance in four years when Biden completely, or Kamala Harris, completely it, it, controls it. Even Biden. It's not even Biden controlling it. It's the deep state that still exists. It's the Pelosi Schumers who are pulling strings and people above them that are doing it. You can't orchestrate this kind of a coordinated scam with just the people that we've talked about. There are very wealthy people behind the scenes. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case i pronounce you lucky play for free at luckylandslots.com daily bonuses are waiting no purchase necessary void were prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details I'm talking about people with the kind of money that Bill Gates has, the kind of money that Jeff, that uh, uh, the guy that on Bezos has. Jeffrey Those are Bezos. the people 
uh, no, Jeff Bezos. So these are the people pulling the really pulling the strings. The Soros is in these guys because think about all the names connected to, to Dominion. Uh, Biden's guys is over it. Soros Pelosi. is with them. You know, when you look at all of the the, the breadcrumbs that show who who's got their their filthy hands in this, it's got it's Democratic you know power brokers all over the world that are doing this, and I think it is a worldwide thing. Donald Trump is putting so much pressure on China, Russia, and, and all these other countries, all the G7, etc. They want him gone because they need a puppet like Biden. And, and these other people, look they're using this whole woo flu crap in order to implement things like, oh, let's go after global climate change. Let's get these people wearing masks. They want a massive unemployment so they can make it appear as though the government is taking care of people. This is the sickest plan. If we let this go, Bill, That's we it. are dead in the water. He's got no chance in four years. And, and lastly, the fact is this. The, the fact the mainstream media is pushing this thing so hard off the table. It's over. Don't bother. Of course, when Stacey Abrams lost to Governor Kemp in, in Georgia, they kept it going for weeks. In 2000, it took till December the 11th for this thing to be conceded by Al Gore. And the president is imbued with all the power and executive branch of the federal government, the inherent powers. And if we can't crack this egg wide open now in the next two or three weeks, we got no chance of a functioning electorate. And there's no way on God's green earth that... Uh, that a guy who campaigned in the basement that can't put together disparate thoughts to make any sense, that is Joe Biden, got 11 million more votes than Barack Hussein Obama in his prime in 2008. It and, didn't happen. And, they overplayed their hand. And add to that, Barack Obama had black people vote for him in droves. Trump got a minimum of 20 percent of the black vote. He got more of the Latino vote. He certainly didn't uh, lose any of the kids. But do you think Biden had college kids no. voting for him the way Obama? Biden lost in every statistical category and gained 11 million more votes than Barack Obama. That is insane. It, 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 that, that's all you should have to take to any court. And yeah. say, here's my evidence. Statistically, it's impossible. We got to go. And uh, once again, uh, your, your website to get all your stuff is kevinjackson.me. And uh, I check out the Black Sphere all the time. It's a wonderful website. But once again, Kevin Jackson, thank you for coming on the Bill Cunningham Show. And keep the fire in your belly, Kevin Jackson. Keep all it right, there. All right, brother. Take care, Billy. God bless. Let's continue with more. Your reaction? 866-647-7337. Bill Cunningham, the great American, with you every Sunday night. WeilerDirect.com. Research Raccoon can answer any question about your business for less than you'd think. From a new product to a small tweak on a proven winner. And, uh, GN Radio, WGN Radio 720, Chicago News and Talk is a new affiliate of the Bill Cunningham Show under the leadership of Sean Compton, Chicago's very own. Been at it for about 100 years. It's great to be on uh, a great uh, AM signal like uh, WGN Radio 720. And... Uh, I love Kevin Jackson. He was like banned from Fox News for a while. He ought to go back. But he's got his own website, blacksphere.net, which is great stuff. Or uh, kevinjackson.me. Kevinjackson.me. And as an African-American, he can say things many times that, that guys like me cannot say. But it's great to have him on. And he points out quite uh, forcefully, let's face it, we, we've allowed the cities of Atlanta Philadelphia and Detroit, along with Las Vegas, to determine who the next president is. And there's massive fraudulent voting in all those areas because of mail-in balloting, without signature matches, without the right addresses, 
with 400 affidavits stating that there was fraudulent activity taking place. But the legal system is not set up to resolve these disputes in a quick period of time. The certifications are going to take place tomorrow, Monday, and Tuesday. Then there's not enough time before the Electoral College meets on December 14th to ferret out the truth, which is maybe why uh, Sidney Powell was let go by the Trump team. And then later, a few hours ago, she says she's going to do things collaterally, whatever it might be. Coming up next is Wayne Allen Root live from Las Vegas about what the hell happened in Nevada in the 2020 election. Bill Cunningham, the great American, with you every Sunday night. Is the cost of finishing the basement worth the benefit of some peace and quiet? When questions find you, Merrill Edge Self-Directed Investing can help you. Hotels, Econo Lodge, and Roadway Inn Hotels are serving up double points for every qualifying stay. Book at ChoiceHotels.com. Now, here's the man who's been recognized as radio's best, the recipient of not one but two prestigious Marconi Awards for his broadcast excellence, the one and only Bill Cunningham. All right, Billy Cunningham, the great America. Let's continue. It's an honor uh, tonight to debut on uh, GN Radio, WGN 720. Uh, and business about 100 years. They're the they're the talk. They're the voice. They're Chicago zone. It's great to be with uh, Sean Compton and others at uh, WGN Radio 720 in uh, the Windy City. But uh, in addition to that, I have a great column up at townhall.com written by your good friend and mine from Las Vegas, Clark County, is Wayne on the route. Could Trump have been our first 100 million vote president? Wayne Allen Root, welcome again to the Bill Cunningham Show in war. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you, Bill? Uh, I read this column, and uh, a few hours ago, Sidney Powell was let go, according to media accounts, by Rudolph Giuliani and others because she didn't represent the president, the president's viewpoint as far as provability, which I uh, I thought she did a great job. I like Sidney. Every time Sidney Powell opened her mouth, I thought it was great, but I don't know how that's going to play out. But uh, tell us why that Joe Biden, who inspired nobody to vote for him, who did not campaign against the most popular Republican president since Abraham Lincoln. How in the world did he get like 80 million votes and beat Trump so easily? To me, that's impossible. How did it happen? Well, first of all, you didn't beat him. You know that. You know that. I know that. Everyone knows it. Now, whether you're ever going to prove it, whether you can ever prove it to the level of overturning an election, whether you could prove it to the level of all these corrupt judges that seem to be deep state, D.C. swamp, bought and sold and owned by the establishment, I have no idea. You know, listen, I've never, I'm not a lawyer, and I've never been involved in this effort to overturn the election. I have no idea whether they can make this happen. I know they've lost every single legal argument you could ever possibly lose, but it's all to Obama judges and a few rhino judges. So it's, you know, it's just so scary and so sad what's happened to the the judges in this country. That's where we're losing. I got to tell you, all right, so first of all, let me just say I've got a number one best-selling book out there called Trump 
rules. And it's number one in like 20 categories at Amazon, and it's number one in business, it's number one in politics, and it all started on your show two weeks ago. Sunday night was the opening night, and from that point on, I've been number one in, in a dozen to 20 categories. So thank you, Bill Cunningham. Your audience is the best. You are the best. And Trump rules is the perfect Christmas gift for anyone in your life who wants to brighten up, no matter whether Trump wins or loses. It's a great book for you. It's got nothing to do with politics, everything to do with being a winner, top ten reasons. Trump's the biggest winner in everything he ever does. And he won again. Here's the point I want to make from, from a kind of a Trump rules point. The media doesn't tell you, Bill, that Trump got 11 million more votes than when he won the election in 16. I don't call that a loss. He is supposed to be a horrible person. Everyone hates him. Black people hate him. Latinos hate him. He's a racist. He's offensive. He's a misogynist. He's a sexist. He hates gay people. He hates Muslims. And meanwhile, he got the highest vote total of any sitting president in the history of the United States. He expanded his base by 11 million from his victory last time. He got more blacks and more Hispanics than any Republican in a half a century. And they just cheated better than us. And if this holds, I do blame Trump for one thing. I'm very realistic. I have argued on your show for four years that the whole ball game was voter ID, voter ID, voter ID. And he did nothing. Now, when I asked his people about it, every time I asked them, their answer was the same. There's nothing he can do. It's a state's rights issue. A president can't get involved. Listen, here's Biden's game plan. If he becomes president, Biden is saying he's going to rule by executive order. He's going to undo everything Trump did, and he's going to get everything he wants back in again, doing it by executive order. You know, Republicans are wimps. I told Trump, you got to rule by executive order. He should have done an executive order that for federal elections, starting with the 2020 federal election for president and Congress, you've got to have voter ID, just like Mexico, where you have a photo and a thumbprint, and if they don't match, you don't vote, and people match up who's voted, and you can't vote two or three or four times, and this system we have sucks. It's horrible. Yeah. And if Trump had done that, he'd be president. He should have passed an executive order that said if you vote and you're an illegal alien, instant deportation. He should have passed an executive order that said marshals will guard the voting centers in places everywhere, but in places like Philadelphia, Milwaukee, Detroit, and Atlanta, where they turn the election around by lying and showing up with vans with hundreds of thousands of blank ballots and spending all night filling them out. That's how you would have won the election. You needed cameras recording everything inside and outside the voting center, convention centers, and you needed, uh, you needed guards, marshals, United States marshals, FBI, watching those centers. And he should have passed an executive order that said ballot harvesting is illegal. And he should have passed an executive order that said mail-in voting is only legal if you have voter ID and you could prove who you are. If he had done the things that I said, we wouldn't be here debating tonight whether he has any chance to win or not. I don't know why he didn't do those things. He would argue, and his lawyers would argue, Bill, that they're not legal to pass by executive order. And I would argue that anything is fair game and you let the Supreme Court decide. And I was the guy who told Trump two years ago that you're not getting the wall from Congress. They'll never pass the money. Go ahead and use executive order to declare a national emergency at the border and take the money from the military budget, which has, you know, literally a trillion dollars in it and billions of extra dollars, and build your wall. And he listened to me, and it held up in court, and he managed to build a lot of the wall with that money. I'm a thinker out of the box, and I just think he should have done more to safeguard the election than he did. It seems like, unless he's got an ace up his sleeve, that 
that we don't know about, and it sure seemed like uh, Sidney Powell and Lynn Wood acted as if he did. Well, if she's fired, then evidently he doesn't, and if he doesn't, then the election is over if he doesn't have that ace, and therefore he should have done the things I said to safeguard the election. But look, he's still the only guy I know of, that's what I wrote a book about, the only guy in world history to win the presidency and be the leader of the free world and also be a billionaire, also be the king of real estate, also be the king of branding, also be the most celebrated celebrity in the world and be the best TV show producer with Celebrity Apprentice and the biggest book ever with The Art of the Deal. He's an amazing human being, and he got an extra 11 million votes, and he pulled all those House candidates and Senate candidates with his coattails, and we won all the state districts all over the country, all the, the redistricting things that mattered we won, and all the state legislatures. We won, and we do have the Supreme Court. When you add it up, it's a pretty good right. result on election night, right. other than Trump himself. Well, I'd say two things. Sidney Powell issued a statement herself a, a few hours ago and said, quote, I understand today's press release. I will continue to represent we the people who had their votes for Trump and other Republicans stolen by massive fraud through the Dominican and Smartmatic. We will be filing suit soon. So she's going to step outside the Trump campaign, continue suing. But a factoid that proves what you just said, when you have mail-in ballots, Generally, there's a 3 to 4% rejection factor because of a lack of a signature. Someone didn't sign the envelope as opposed to the ballot. In the state of Wisconsin, the rejection factor on mail-in ballots was 0.003%. In other words, there was no rejection whatsoever. And another fact that proves your point is that if you're going to fill out a bunch of ballots late knowing the number you got to have, much like Chicago does on a regular basis, you have to know the number you got to get. You fill out the top line, Biden, but you don't go underneath that ballot to all the other all the other races. Uh, right. Normally, you have a 20, 25 percent undervote. That is people that send in the ballot or vote. They stand there. They'll vote for the top line. They'll vote for Trump or Biden. But then about 70 percent of the time they go down. Most of the time they do go down. However, if you're going to cheat, you're going to fill out the top line, then have nothing else below that top line. You don't have the time. In many precincts in Wisconsin and Pennsylvania, there was 90% of undervote. That is, only the presidential line was filled out and not the others, because those filling out the ballots late, uh, fraudulently, did not have the time to fill it out. There's the uh, logic that proves your point. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, and, and here's the other thing. Look, as of me going to bed on election night in Pennsylvania, we had a monstrous lead. It was 57 to 41 Trump. In Michigan, we had a monstrous lead, 54-44 Trump. In Georgia, we had a pretty decent lead, 53-45. In North Carolina, we had a tiny lead, 50-48, and we wound up holding that. In, in, uh, 
in Wisconsin, uh, same thing, big lead in Wisconsin, 51-46. And you go to bed, and it all changes overnight. And the reason it changes overnight is because the voting patterns were impossible. Here's the way the voting patterns went. Trump has a monstrous lead when you go to bed. They announced for the first time in history, we're going to stop counting it all, go to sleep, and come back in the morning. No one's ever done that. When all of us wake up in the morning, suddenly Biden has the lead. How did he get the lead? Hundreds of thousands of ballots came in, all of them for Biden. It was 100,000 to zero and 20,000 to zero and 40,000 to zero and 300,000 to zero. Every single drop was impossible. Every batch that dropped was 50,000 to nothing in favor of Biden, and suddenly they do that until he has the lead. Once he has the lead, then they change the pattern of voting. Now, for the next uh, 12 batches, it goes to 50.1% Biden, 49% Trump, and it stays that way with Biden having like a tiny, tiny lead all the way through to the very end, and he wins the election. So, in other words, it's all Trump when everybody's watching on election night with real people voting, and then once the voting stops, they drop hundreds of thousands of ballots in in a possible scenario, A, because every one of them says only Biden, as you pointed out, with nothing under it. B, they dropped 100,000 to zero, 50,000 to zero, impossible. Just impo- And C, there's experts who've proven they studied the machines and, and the software for Dominion and Smartmatic, and none of them could possibly count 300,000 votes, 100,000 votes in a three-hour period where it dropped. So it was an impossibility that it worked out that way. And once they take the lead, then it's not 100,000 to zero anymore. Then they fool you by going back to 51 to 49, and he just barely hangs on the rest of the way. But it guarantees that it's always Biden in the lead. I also heard some of the some of the uh, Dominion numbers were set in a certain way where every time you heard a vote for Trump, it was one vote for Trump registered. Every time you heard one vote for Biden, it was 40 votes for Biden yeah. registered. That's how he caught up overnight. So the whole thing is ridiculous. But there is bright news here. We, we literally did really well in the House, and there's several seats still to go. We could wind up with an unbelievable comeback in the House. We, we did very good in the Senate. We were defending so many more seats than the Democrats. Now it's up to Georgia. If they let them cheat again, we could wind up screwed in Georgia. But if we win both seats, we're in great shape. If we win one of the two, we're still in pretty good shape. And we control the Senate, and we can block most of what Biden wants to do other than an executive order. We won every seat that matters for redistricting in the House, which means we're almost a lock to win the House in 2022. Uh, 2022. And then we won all the state legislatures, and all of them are due for redistricting, so we'll do great with them. And we won 11 million new voters, and we did well with black working class and Latino working class voters. So we did very, very well and made great inroads, but none of it matters if your vote doesn't count, and any time Democrats want to, they can cheat with illegal aliens, they can cheat with mail-in ballots, they can cheat with dead voters, they can cheat with homeless voters in multiple states, homeless people voting in California and Nevada. The whole thing's ridiculous. By the way, you mentioned, Bill, that uh, there was one state, I think you said Wisconsin, where there were almost no ballots rejected. That was better than Nevada, where there was zero rejected. It was like a 100 percent, every single ballot was accepted in Nevada because they didn't do it by hand. They did it with a machine, and the machine was set so low, it never found any signatures that were ever wrong. So this is a joke. We all know Republicans weren't allowed in the counting room. You know, this is like watching a football game and betting the game minus five, and the referees say, oh, but we're going to put the lights out, make it dark. When the lights come back on, you've lost by 35. Do you trust that? <laughs> 
ridiculous. <laughs> you know, I went 3-0 today, by the way. I had a great day. I went 3-0 and and won a lot of money. All I could tell you is I wouldn't trust any of the results if the referees turned up the lights and said, we'll count, and you'll have to trust us. This is crazy, but I think Trump won by landslide, but I have no idea whether it's provable, whether they've got the goods on Dominion or Smartmatic, whether any judge will care, whether any judge has the cojones to ever overturn an entire election. I have no idea. It doesn't look good. I think Trump's still the greatest guy of all time and the best president of my lifetime, better than Reagan, and I just wish he as I had been on the ball of voter ID and stopping ballot harvesting and stopping mail-in ballots. It's obvious to me the whole election came down to COVID. They wanted this. China benefited from COVID. China killed our economy. China beat us right when Trump had beaten them, and then they destroyed the economy that made Trump uh, you know, the automatic landslide winner that we all knew he'd be, and they destroyed the ability to have any sort of voter integrity. It allowed them to bring in bail-in ballots and ballot harvesting. Everything comes down to China and COVID, and that's what killed us, and we allowed Democrats to pull off this plan. To me, the whole thing is planned. You know, they didn't plan COVID. I hope not. But they sure planned a response to COVID with lockdowns and scaring people, and to this day, what they're doing is a sin with the lockdowns and the closure of businesses. None of it has anything to do with a flu pandemic. I know 10 people right now with COVID, Bill. All 10 of them tell me it's the mildest flu they've ever had. It's a 48-hour flu, and they're fine. And some of them are very old. Some of them have been sick. Some of them even had cancer, and they're telling me it's easy to beat, and they're all fine. So all I could tell you is you don't close an economy over this. This is insanity, but it's Cloward Piven. This is how Democrats take over this country, I'm telling you. This is what they're doing to destroy our economy and bankrupt all the small business owners and kill all the restaurant owners. That's the plan. It's very clear to me that's what's happening. Well, one thing, maybe Moderna and Pfizer is going to hurt the plan in the next two or three weeks. We should have a vaccine. But lastly, about a minute remaining, I'll say this, Wayne Allen Root. And that is that the communist red Chinese have struck back against Trump and against America, and they've done it in a way that they're using the media and the Democrats to make it happen. And right now I'm looking at it, and those who say Trump's going to come back in 2024, I pray to God he does. However, if with the presidency and with Bill Barr and the power that he has right now, if he can't stop most of the fraud, Chicago yeah. style that you see all the time, if he can't do it with the presidency, he's got little chance outside of the presidency when they're going to make concrete through executive orders. Biden will do it, all this other stuff. But, Wayne, we got to go. Trump rules is out there. And the major point of Trump rules is not political. It's a lifestyle choice, correct? Have about a minute. Yeah, yeah. Listen, I follow the Trump rules since I'm 18 years old and a freshman in college. I've studied Trump. I've modeled Trump. I became a mini Trump. I became the youngest political candidate in New York State history at the age of 21. I became the youngest TV host in America at the age of 26 on national TV, CNBC. I became the king of Vegas sports gambling and a self-made millionaire at the age of 29. I think maybe, just maybe, the Trump rules work. They could change anybody's life. They don't have to make you a millionaire or a billionaire, but you will have a better life. You will make more success in business, more money, and better personal relationships. Top 10 Trump rules in a wonderful, easy-to-read book. You'll read it in two hours, and I'm telling you, you'll love it. It's the ultimate Christmas gift for anyone who's got a Trump fan in their family. Give them Trump rules by Wayne Allyn The Winner's Guide to Big 
business and personal success. It's at Amazon and at Barnes & Noble right now, and it's a number one bestseller, Trump Rules. All right, Wayne Allen Root, you're a great American. Once again, I don't have to tell you to keep hope alive. Hope is your middle name and not <laughs> I tell you what, thank you again for coming on the Bill Cunningham Show. Happy holidays, happy Thanksgiving, Merry Christmas, and so much more. Thank you. God bless. God thank bless. You. Happy Thanksgiving. Thank you. Wayne Allen Root. Uh, let's continue with more in this. Sydney Powell situation is unbelievable. Uh, I thought her part of the news conference the other day was fabulous. Now she's been let go, but she continues in her own name. So let's continue with more. If a line becomes available, 866-647-7337. Bill Cunningham, the great American, with you every Sunday night. All right, Billy Cunningham, and uh, as Wayne Allen Root pointed out, that the the attorney uh, for General Flynn, below these many months and years, has been has been Sidney Powell, who's a great woman, very bright. And, and General Flynn's son issued a statement about an hour ago that put a different spin on everything. But long and the short, how do you prove a massive fraud involving six or seven different states and literally hundreds of counties with maybe as many as a thousand affidavits when the courthouses are generally closed? There's not time between now and December 14th to have trials or take depositions or find out who the witness lists are. And you sit with the Supreme Court under the poor leadership of Chief Justice John Roberts, who's unlikely to get into any electoral dispute. It's not his style, even with six justices. And to me, the whole thing is sad, sad, sad. And for those who say, you know what, the Trumpster might come back in four years, he's now imbued with the entire power of the executive branch of government with Bill Barr as the AG. And where in the hell is Bill Barr anymore? If he can't get it done now, if they won't let him win now when he's the president, they are not going to let him win in four years from now. Let's continue with more. Coming up next is James Herson, live from Los Angeles, about what's happening in the land of Gavin Newsom. Bill Cunningham, the great American, with you every Sunday night. Hi, Billy Cunningham, the great American, and uh, James Hersons with Newsmax.com, a former keyboard player for The Temptations. I know you want to leave me, but I refuse to let you go. Ain't too proud to beg. And uh, so much more. But uh, James Herson in Los Angeles, California, welcome to the Bill Cunningham Show tonight. And James Herson, how are you? I'm doing great, Bill, here in the prison that we call the Golden State. So are you going to follow Gavin Newsom's rules? And if you're going to have Thanksgiving, will it be? I don't know if you can do it in Chicago, Cincinnati, or Madison, Wisconsin, but you have to be outside no more than two hours, six feet apart, and you have to, uh, you, if you use a bathroom, you got to use a room aerosol and have it deep cleaned after every use. And two hours, six feet apart, outside, you're going to follow the rules. Uh, the answer is no. And, you know, to have a uh, – and, and look, here in California, um, there's a revolt going on. Good. Um, essentially, you know, he also issued um, a curfew that began yesterday, uh, 10 p.m. to 5 a.m. Well, at 10.01 p.m., Huntington Beach, San Clemente, and 14 other cities across California – uh, thousands of people went into the streets to protest. They had uh, kind of a 
cur- curfew party, if you will. In the streets. And, and I take that there was no firebombing, no looting, no burglary. These are like normal people. This is amazing. Yeah, they actually you could honestly report peaceful protests. Um, and there are videos of this up all over the social media. As a matter of fact, I have one from Huntington Beach up on my Twitter account. And it's just, it, it's, it's wonderful. It's joyous, and it's a celebration of liberty. And people that I've talked to anecdotally, everybody, and people that are on talk radio, people all across. And this, by the way, includes Republicans, Democrats, independents. They're all planning to have Thanksgiving. They're not going to follow Gavin Newsom's rule, and neither did he. Isn't that beautiful? He, Isn't that you know, beautiful? He, it is, with no mask, out there eating his truffle pasta, probably 800 bucks a plate out there. Uh, it's just, it, it's amazing. But we see this pattern with these dictatorial Democrats. We see it with Cuomo and de Blasio and with Pritzker and Lightfoot in Illinois. And out here we we have Newsom. Um, and Eric Garcetti in Los Angeles, and it, it, these people are hypocrites. No question. And they're, and they're just exercising power. It's uh, it's truly ridiculous. And at this point, when I look at L.A., how dysfunctional. I think the city-states, if you take Los Angeles and San Francisco and California, you take Chicago and Illinois, take Philadelphia and Pittsburgh and Pennsylvania, then you take Atlanta and Georgia, the city-states, New York City New York State, dominates the entire state but 90 percent of the state does not want to be dominated by los angeles i know you love la you're there i think of homelessness i think of terrible fires i think of rampant crime i think of no job creation i think of confiscatory taxes rules and regulations why would some normal person want to live in, in cities like that that dominate the rest of the state and almost doesn't matter in the rest of the state because of the power of los angeles and san francisco or chicago or philadelphia or madison or in in Philadelphia and Pennsylvania, and the fact is it is unlivable, and people are leaving in droves to get out. Sadly, they're taking, like a cancer cell, they're taking their politics with them to Utah, to Nevada, to Arizona, or to North Carolina, or Texas, or Florida. Have you given thought, to James Hurston, to say enough is enough and get out of Los Angeles? Of course. Uh, almost everybody here, but I, actually I live in, a, I don't live in L.A., the city, I actually live um, in Orange County, which uh, came back to a great extent in the election uh, and was able to knock off uh, Democrat incumbents in about three areas. But you're right about it. You know, um, the cities dominate, but there's this other big part of California. And isn't it interesting that the sheriffs in almost all of the, in all of the counties other than Los Angeles County, um, and up a couple of northern California counties, they are telling Gavin Newsom, we're not enforcing your order. And they've made it public. Sacramento County, Orange County, Riverside County, uh, these sheriffs are saying, we're not going to enforce the curfew. And, of course, we're not going to enforce the Thanksgiving thing. Now, there is a loophole in the Thanksgiving order, which says a larger amount of people can get together for a funeral. So some people are saying, I'm going to have a funeral for this turkey. 
you can all come. <laughs> Tom's going to have a funeral. In fact, I'm, I'm going to go to make might go to a baseball or soccer game, and we're going to celebrate a wedding at the soccer game to get away away from the rules. I kind of looked at RealClearPolitics.com. There's about 40 million people that live in the state of California. 40 million. And 18,000 have died of COVID-19, 70% in nursing homes, which doesn't mean they don't matter. It means if you're not in a nursing home, that's a, that's, if you're not in a nursing home, that's approximately 200 per 1 million have died in California. 200 persons per 1 million. Is it time to panic when 200 people, and every life is precious, but we're talking about general policy. I look at all these numbers, even in Illinois, it's about 950 per 1 million in Illinois, the great majority in Chicago, 70% of nursing homes. This is not the black plague. This is not the bubonic plague. This is not the black death, but we're acting as if it is, and mainly in democratic areas, the governors are controlling what's going on in pursuit of human life, except when it comes to an abortion, in which they don't pursue it, which is why there'll be more civil disobedience. Now, now secondly, James Herson of Newsmax, give me your perspective. What happened in California? If somebody would have said to you a few days before the election, Trump, uh, guess what? Trump's going to get 11 million more votes that many, many congressional districts in your home state of California are going to flip. Not one Republican incumbent lost. State legislator control went up. In fact, there was dominating in the U.S. Senate likely is going to stay Republican. You would have said Trump easily won the election. How did Biden get about 80 million votes when the most ever gotten by a Democrat up to that point was 69 million by Obama in 2008? And Obama light him up, had passion, desire, people wanted to vote. That was not the case with Joe Biden. Do you smell a rat? Uh, you know, there's a phrase I think of, Bill, and we both learned it in law school. It comes from the Roman law. They teach it in tort law. It's called race ipsiloquitur. The thing the speaks thing, for itself. <laughs> right. And we look at these numbers, and there's lots of mathematical formulas but even, you know, just this, uh, the fact that you mentioned uh, these state and local and congressional races, uh, not a single incumbent loss. The Democrats got got blitzed. They got killed on these races. And yet we're told to believe that somehow these voters decided, well, I, I don't think I'm going to vote for President Trump, even though I showed up as a, at his rally, and even though the enthusiasm is there, and even though Joe Biden's not all there, seems to be weakened at Bernie's candidate. And so, yeah, there, and there's a number of anomalies like that. You know, here's a, one that really gets me is that when you look at the minority vote and the African-American vote, Donald Trump did better than any modern candidate from the Republican Party got this massive amount of minority votes. And somehow Joe Biden still managed to get 10 million more votes than Barack Obama, the first African-American president, even though the African-American community did not have enthusiasm no. for Joe Biden. No. So, you know, we're left, and we know, the American people know in their gut that the vote was stopped artificially in an unprecedented way, and all of a sudden these massive uh, uh, quantities of votes came in, 95% for Biden. We know with the mail-in balloting, with the vote harvesting, with the kicking out of the observers, um, there were there were just so many 
uh, fraudulent vote counting and uh, vote harvesting and other activities, um, they pulled out all the stops. And Pelosi and Hillary Clinton and all of the big elite Democrats knew this was going to happen, which you could tell by the rhetoric. Hillary Clinton's telling Joe Biden, you shouldn't concede under any circumstances because, you know, during the night. During the night. Yeah, what happened in Philadelphia? What happened in Pittsburgh? What what happened in Madison, Wisconsin? What happened in in, in so many other states? At 2, 3 o'clock in the morning, the observers were said to go home, we're done counting. Then duffel bags filled with uh, unfilled-in ballots simply showed up. And they always filled in the top line, and the undervote was incredible on the bottom line. If someone is at home filling out a ballot, as I filled my ballot out at home, then I drove it to the Board of Elections make sure it got in the right place. I voted all the way down the list because when you have time to vote, you sit there and look and cogitate, may look someone up uh, through the web and find out what, they're, what they stand for. However, if you're in a hurry, you only vote the top line, and then you go to the next ballot. That the undervote in parts of Wisconsin and Michigan, Detroit, was up to 80, 90 percent, which means only one line was filled in, which was the presidential. And that proved these, these were not at-home ballots that someone took time to fill in. Well, that's exactly right. As a matter of fact, there's a significant number of ballots that were counted before they were ever mailed out. I mean, in other words, the mail-out date is, uh, doesn't match and so, therefore, something's wrong with the data. So this is this is why a just a standard recount is not enough. It has to be a certain kind of audit. But isn't it amazing? The same people, including Fox News, by the way, the same people in the corporate media and big tech, who told us that RussiaGate was true. There was never any evidence, even though Adam Schiff said there was evidence. These same people now say, well, you have zero evidence, even though there's hundreds of sworn affidavits. There's uh, a number of uh, forensic statistical anomalies that are used to uh, find fraud in accounting and banking. And and there's um, dead people voting and people from outside the jurisdiction voting. And eyewitnesses who see backdating, who see uh, ballots go in uh, four times a pile of ballots. And, and, but there's no evidence. There's no evidence. They are confident that there's no evidence. And, <laughs> and, but, and don't look at it because we have the office of the president-elect already established even though there is no such thing. Well, I, I'm though- looking at Newsmax where you have a home. Uh, DeRoy Murdoch wrote a column, no evidence of vote fraud, at least 400 affidavits swear otherwise. What might constitute even stronger evidence are 400 sworn affidavits submitted by eyewitnesses in swing states whose vote results are in dispute. These affid- these affiants have placed their observations on paper from the fishy to the fraudulent. So when you have people like Lawrence Tribe and others saying that there's no evidence this morning, you had Chuck Todd, there's no evidence. There's 400 affiants under oath under perjury saying that they've observed such things as as uh, witness two people handing multiple unopened mail and ballot envelopes to two other people who then opened and filled out the ballots themselves. 
said one Nevada affidavit. There's 400 circumstances, and that's the tip of the iceberg, of voter fraud. There was no evidence with the Zelensky telephone call. The transcript proved it was not an impeachable offense. And there was no evidence of that. There was no evidence of Russian collusion delusion. But they said there was plenty of evidence when there was no evidence. Now that there's lots of evidence, they say it's no evidence. It's like 1984. It's like Animal Farm. Everything's everything's bass backwards. It's Orwellian and it's biblical. It's like the book of Isaiah that says they will call good evil and evil good. They will call truth a lie and a lie truth. And that's what we live in right now in America. We live in this milieu of corrupt media, corrupt big tech. And they're, they're going out of their way um, to be blatant about it. They're proud of it. They have this hubris. And then speaking of big tech, Mark Zuckerberg set up a nonprofit, and the nonprofit supposedly raised money to get out the vote. And what the nonprofit actually did was get out the Democrat vote and go into these local corrupt machine areas like Philadelphia and Atlanta and Detroit and supply, pay for the counters, pay for the people that were out there uh, knocking on doors and, and getting out the vote, uh, which was really a violation of campaign finance law and a violation of the Constitution because they were using their money to reset the rules that the state legislature had set up. And it just it struck me as amazing. Uh, Politico had an opinion piece today which said, some people are arguing a breathtakingly radical idea of election law. No. And that idea is the text, I mean, the actual text of Article 2, Section 1, which says that the power to choose the electors is with the state legislatures, not the governor, not these officials. Um, these local uh, voting officials, no, it's the state legislature, and and that's the power to choose electors. So the idea that maybe the legal team might make presentations to the state legislature right. has the media shuddering. This is, and it happens to be within the Constitution. The Constitution says procedure. state. Yeah, it, they, they set the time, manner, and how to select electors, which means they they determine when the when the elections take place, the manner. They they it says nothing in there about about secretaries of states extending for fourteen days or seven days if something is stamped on a certain date. It's up to the state legislators to do that. But the reason that couldn't be done is Michigan, Wisconsin, Georgia, controlled by re- legislators controlled by the Republican do not want to change the means and method of the election. James Hurston, we got to go. Newsmax.com, I love your stuff. But good luck in California. Good luck in Los Angeles. And uh, we'll see what occurs down the road. But 40 million people, I bet in 10 years the number's a lot less. But uh, we got to go. James Hurston of Newsmax, once again, thank you for coming on the Bill Cunningham Show. My friend will do it again. Thank you. All right, sounds great. Thanks for having me. God bless you, Bill. God bless you. James Hurston, let's continue with more. When we continue, my final remarks. Bill Cunningham, The Great American, with you every Sunday night. All right, Billy Cunningham, The Great American, thanks for listening tonight. And I tell you what, the next week's going to be consequential because nobody works on Wednesday afternoon, Thursday, or Friday. The Electoral College is meeting on December the 14th in each of the 50 state capitals to actually vote. 
The certification in many of the states will begin to take place Monday and Tuesday. And so far, there's little or no time civilly to file massive civil litigation to have all the discovery and trials conclude by December 14th. Doesn't work that way. Could it happen? Yes. Could the federal judges take control, open up the courthouse, close because of COVID, and actually find out the facts? It's possible. But I sense little effort, little desire on the federal judiciary to do that. So we're going to be, we're going to be left thinking this old guy in a bunker in, in Delaware has beaten the most dynamic candidate for the presidency since John F. Kennedy. And that, that is Donald John Trump. But once again, thanks for listening tonight, and it's a great to welcome a great new affiliate, WGN Radio 720 Chicago News and Talk under the leadership of Sean Compton. But thank you for listening tonight. Bill Cunningham with you every Sunday night. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.